This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is your call to action. Get prepared, America. Economy, survival, energy, disasters. This is USAprepares.com. Informative radio, educational radio. Interact now by emailing instructor at USAprepares.com or text at 434-390-7953. Class, please take your seats. Now, your instructor, Vincent Finelli. Everyone all set, cocked, locked. Hour number two of USA Prepares class. Um, allegedly, <laughs> forces in the, in the Middle East, uh, specifically um, from Jordan, Iranian forces, have, have attacked a, a U.S. base. And... This this is pretty serious, and uh, President Biden has decided that there will be uh, a response. And this could be <clears throat> the start of a really big war. It really could. And uh, who has said so? Oh, well, Russia. Russia has said so. And uh, USA Prepares believes that's correct. This could be really, really serious. And at the same time, we have um, Operation Star of Paris. And the French farmers have begun an indefinite tractor siege of Paris, the capital of France. And France only has three days of food. And so the farmers have taken their tractors, just like we have, you know, 100 horsepower and bigger tractors. And they have jammed uh, major roadways. In France, to prevent trucks from delivering food supplies. Now, it's not like France and Paris are the only, or Paris is the only city that has a three-day food supply. Pretty much all over the world, it's the same thing. So, I would, I would suggest that New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, Dallas, all of these cities are probably in the same position that they have three days' worth of food. So if the farmers are frosted with the government, they are retaliating against the government for many, many reasons. And um, it's, the highways are gridlocked. Nobody's going anywhere. And food's not getting in. So that could happen here in the United States, Canada as well. Australia can happen anywhere. So, um, and... And Germany is grinding to a halt as train drivers and tractors blockade um, the, the transportation ways as well. So we all need to do more research about this. But the whole point of this is this could get more serious very, very, very quickly. So do you have enough food? And if there's three days worth of food in a city and it stops now, does that mean everybody gets a fair share? Or does that mean some people get a lot and other people get none? I suggest that is the case. So make sure you are out of the way of harm 
Make sure you have enough food. Make sure you have enough water. Make sure you have enough everything. And we've been saying this for years. But it seems to, it seems to be the quickening. Meaning, things are getting worse faster. So, this is pretty serious. And it's going to be really hard to move tractors that are three abreast and miles long. And each one weighs... 12 to 15 to 20,000 pounds. It's going to, you know, a police car or isn't going to be able to move those. So this is where we are right now in the world. There's more violence, so make sure you're prepared for everything. And if you're thinking about getting a, a freezer for your own food, uh, heads up for today's class, and Frank's going to teach us how to do it. And I think what he said is absolutely right. Make sure the compressor is good, and he told you how to do that. Unplug it, and then plug it right back in. I mean, not 10 minutes later, not 5 minutes later, but right immediately. Unplug it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me plug it back in, and then see if the compressor starts. If it starts, that's not the one you want to buy, probably, unless you're going to be willing to change the compressor or add refrigerant. And what he's talking about is a service tube. Yeah, there's a service tube. And, and here, here's what's important about that. It looks like a tire valve, okay, on a piece of copper pipe, small copper pipe with a cap on it. Well, it usually has a cap on it and a Schrader valve. Frank, tell us all about that and what that means, please. I'm sorry. I, I, the question again, sorry, Vince. Okay. So what I'm saying is if you, if you take the back cover off, as you said, and you mm-hmm. look uh, at the coils and you look at the compressor sticking out okay. of I, one I, of those I got, lines, I got, I got, might I got, be I got, I got, a service tube. What class? What is what it is? Um, a, a fridge is considered a sealed system. That is, they they put refrigerant in, they kind of clamp it, solder. So there should be no uh, valves like a, your little tire valve or anything like that. If the fridge, uh, when the fridge comes out of a manufacturing, it's called what we call a sealed system. The only reason you will find a Schrader kind of valve like the ones in your tires or sometimes there's, it's like a little block with a Schrader valve, the only reason why we in the industry use that is to check the inside of that system. And why do we check the inside of that system? don't know if, <laughs> if you remember our spit test. That was a, such a beautiful class. I, I wish we, I know which class that was. But <laughs> And if we, our fire spit test, which is basically checking the evaporator coils to see if there is or is no refrigerant in, in there, we do what we call the spit test. And basically we put a little spit in our fingers and we touch the evaporator. If it freezes, that means that there's refrigerant in it. If it doesn't freeze, that means two things. Either you have a leak in your refrigeration system or your compressor is not pumping at all. Now, the next step to do is what we call go into the system. And this is where we put a Schrader valve apparatus so that we have gauges and then we put our gauges in and then we take a big breath and say, well, you need a new compressor. Or, or you have a fridge. And believe me, Vince, it's like telling someone that passed away. It, it, I, 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 it's the hardest thing that I have is to get from behind the fridge and tell them that there's something wrong with their compressor or they have a leak. You know, I don't mind a compressor 
There's many different brands out there. I can do a nice compressor job at a very fair price without using the uh, the required compressor for that because I've done it so many of them and I know the ratings and so on. But the leak is hard because I don't know where the leak is. But right now, most of our coils in our fridges are inside the fridge. And they, they, they use it for doing all sorts of interesting things, i.e. keeping uh, condensation from building up. So <laughs> you'd be surprised where all the pipes go inside. They come to the front part of the front door, on the side. I get many calls of our customers, I have a problem, I have a problem, I have a problem. The side of my fridge is so hot. <laughs> it's going to catch on fire. It says, no, relax. That's good. <laughs> the fact that that thing is hot uh, and that you can touch it, it means that, that the refrigerant, that compressor, everything is working absolutely fine. You probably have it too close to the wall, and then we go around and, and tell them what they need to do. So, yes, class. <laughs> If there is some sort of a shredder valve, something like you you have on your tires, then yeah, take another look. Think, think again. The other thing that I wanted to talk about buying a fridge, and that will kind of uh, cement that whole thing, is especially in today's date, is when you're talking to the uh, to the person and they say, well, "Okay, it's a G fridge, Whirlpool fridge, um, um, uh, <laughs> LG. I don't know." <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, and I'm not lying. You're going to Facebook and everybody comments on that. But the next thing you want to do, Vince, I think, do you mind giving me the model number? Okay. Now, the problem is there was at one time that manufacturers, they were thinking of the customer. And they had in their shelves products to repair that fridge for the last 10 years. I know... I have a fridge at two or four years. I go and I uh, uh, to get a part no longer available. See, the thing is, class, uh, these fridge. As, as soon as a manufacturer starts to see that there is a big problem with with any component in their fridge, they'll kind of just uh, yeah wipe that fridge from their system, <laughs> and there goes the parts. Uh, and and so therefore. Even if you brought that home, and even all of a sudden you needed a cold control or a relay, and you phoned in, I'm sorry, parts no, long, no longer available. So that's uh, right up the top. So that's, uh, and I think that would give us a beautiful, beautiful uh, class in how to buy a fridge, and it goes for a freezer too, things. So, well, and, and Frank, you're absolutely right because we're finding. It's not just appliances. It's pretty much everything. Parts have been discontinued. You know, Mercedes-Benz mm-hmm. class, you know, it's considered one of the finest, if not the finest, automobile ever made. Um, and we call and we call Mercedes-Benz to say, you know, we need a, a drive shaft center bearing. Common part, uh, discontinued. Vehicles 20 years old, discontinued. 18 years old, discontinued. Mm-hmm. It's It's a real problem, and it's... I think it's even worse in the appliance business. So, Frank, you mentioned uh, General Electric. So if we're talking about buying a refrigerator or freezer and we like the look of it and there's no mildew, no mold, and it's a General Electric from, let's say, 1980, would that be okay? Would you, would you say, well, if, if it runs well, and would, would that be a, an okay um, year to buy, 1980, 1990? 
you know, Vince, you, you, you just you just triggered me into another very important concept in the appliance industry. A lot of manufacturers have bought products for the namesake. So when you go to a store, and I'm and I'm not putting G or any other pet, but when you go to a store, I, I want our students to realize that. Oh, GE! Oh, my my grandmother had a GE, and it lasted for thirty years. Well, the unfortunate thing that GE is no longer made in in our country, Canada or United States. And Canada used to do a lot of them. It's made offshore. <laughs> the buggers kept the GE name. Right? The same thing goes for Maytag vents. I I I totally believed in the Maytag products. Unfortunately, they they they, they were so well built that the company finally. <laughs> Bankrupt because <laughs> no, I mean if you have a Maytag, and I'm sure some of our students will go down to their basement and they probably have a Maytag washer. Those things were just like uh, like <laughs> tanks, and eh? like almost like I would say they were the Mercedes Benz of appliance, the Maytag product. Now, <laughs> I hate to say it, um, the company bought them, and they still use the Maytag name. But behind that name is your basic Whirlpool product. Eh? And it's sad, but it's but our students know that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But be aware, if what you just said, if you see a GE fridge in the 1990s or so on and so forth, you can almost be guaranteed that that is an original uh, GE fridge. As a matter of fact, I have a GE fridge in my house, the original one. I'd, right now, I need... Uh, condense some order it and I was looking at the label and it says made in Canada. It's almost twenty some some odd years then. <laughs> So the, the reason I mentioned 1980, 1990 is because it was the original GE, but the new yeah. ones are, as you said, made in Asia, and they say GE, but they are cheesy, thin, flimsy, and if you drop a frozen hamburger patty on the bottom um, of the freezer, it will dent the freezer, a hamburger patty. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. 
Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Pencils, paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAPrepares.com. Educational radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAPrepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls. Things absolutely right. So just because the name is the same as a good old-fashioned well-earned reputation name doesn't mean that the the current model with that old name like General Electric uh, Electrolux is as good or Maytag is as good as they used to be companies have uh, been bought and they have traded on a good name and squandered that reputation they truly have and uh, General Electric is a is a prime example. Jack Welch was the CEO of, of General Electric, and people said, wow, this guy walks on water. And what he did was he transformed the General Electric Company, which was Thomas Alva Edison's company, um, which was a, a great products. Uh, General Electric washing machines, dryers, appliances, you know, tabletop appliances, all that. They were good. They really were. Um, that was, he transformed it into a financial services company, you know, selling concepts, you know, Investment concepts, that kind of thing, um, lending funds, those kinds of things, which didn't make products. They sold those businesses to um, companies in Asia, and they took our, our tooling, and they made look-alike products, but they were able to stamp out thinner steel, cheesier compressors, um, capacitors that were substandard and put it all together and paint it up and make it look nice and sell them to the Americans. And then you find them on Facebook Marketplace that say, um, a chest freezer, GE, uh, uh, it don't work, but good for storing chicken feed. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So around here in our parts of Missouri, people are using chest freezers to store chicken feed because mice have a difficult time climbing up the sides of the chest freezers. Literally. 
Frank, are you seeing the same thing in Canada? Did we lose Frank? What I use is a raised garden. <laughs> I, I, I did want to show my, uh, Mrs. Pacheco how nice it could be and even put a little bit of wood around. It, it's, it's quite nice. Uh, <laughs> and I have access to so many. So anyway, but it, it is, yes, you, you're absolutely right. And, yeah, and, and, and uh, you, you know... Frank, in, in parts of the United States, you know, we have rednecks and hillbillies, and um, they have found a pretty darn in, indestructible raised garden. Um, well, they, they take porcelain, and they, they put it in the front lawn, and they, and they fill it with, uh, with soil, and they you know, plant flowers in it. I'm talking about toilets. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's this guy. Uh, I mean, a class, uh, I, I mean... Uh, See, one of the things Mrs. Pacheco and I, we're, I'm 68, she's uh, 70-something, I keep it a surprise just in case she's, <laughs> she's listening, but we can't go on our knees that much anymore, so we've been talking about raised beds uh, so that we don't have to. Now, uh, we don't have a farm, but we have a, a bit of land, uh, and we do have a garden for sure, and we just totally love it. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm trying to introduce her. We, because we could save the environment, uh, I can remove the refrigerant, uh, uh, which is the, one of the hardest, um, and the compressor, just kind of to get rid of all those things that don't, don't ruin our, our environment, and, uh, and then fill it with mulch. And things like that, because she seems to know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So you can take a chest freezer and turn it into a small raised, raised bed, garden. bed garden. You could herbs, you know, tomatoes, peppers. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Those so, so Frank, you're, that you talk so much about. Sometimes I'm I'm driving around and I'm listening to you, and you say, oh, you, "I just went to the kitchen. I had one of those <laughs> pepper sandwiches." And I'm, yeah. Ooh, I can't wait till I get home to get one of my peppers yeah. up and do it. Yeah. Oh, summertime. So, one, one quick uh, five-minute university lesson about raised bed gardens class: Don't use railroad ties. And I would not no. use uh, pressure-treated lumber because pressure-treated lumber is treated with copper or arsenic. And uh, they can both be, well, obviously, arsenic is, is poisonous. Um, so I, I would use concrete blocks, and that's what we'd mm-hmm. use for our raised bed garden. Um, but we do have, uh, one of our, our neighbors said, hey, can you fix this uh, GE uh, little Asian refrigerator? Or freezer, I should say. And no, we can't because it needs a compressor. It's it's economically not feasible to fix this thing. And, and you'll find them all over Craigslist. There's so many of them out there. It's like they, they built a whole bunch and they all failed on the same the same day. And yeah. uh, so here they are. We've got... They're going to go to the landfill. That's where they're going. Or or maybe uh, maybe they can reuse some of the small amount of steel and, and copper lines that are in them. But not, you know, probably not. They'll probably just go to the landfill. What a waste. What a waste. Because they uh, a refrigerator type appliance could last... 50 years. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. 
airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. 
Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Here. Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's something happening. Oh, this can be sliding. Oh, today's hot. Take my. Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Finelli. Frank Pacheco's with us in Canada. We're talking about buying used appliances. Frank, uh, you'd mentioned earlier in today's class, uh, you know, uh, buying that uh, freezer and taking the panel off or the refrigerator. Uh, it, let's say it's a vertical uh, model, and there's you can take that little panel off with a screwdriver in the back of the unit. And let's say you see a lot of... Um, uh, dust and lint built up on the coils. If you see, if you see that, what does that tell you? Does that mean that the unit has been working really, really hard and it's probably not a good buy, or it's so clogged up it hasn't been working? All you have to do is vacuum it off, and it'll probably work fine. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Well, my first thought is obviously, and that's one of the things I was trying to say earlier. When you do take that little panel off, and don't don't be afraid to have a little screwdriver. Do one of those uh, multi-head screwdrivers that has the uh, well. I, what do you um, anyway? A, a, well, a Phillips, a Phillips, and uh, and a Thompson you know, flat and blade screwdriver. I mean, up here we're, we're, we have, we're forced to do, and the nut driver, like the five sixteenths or a quarter inch nut driver, and they have little ones. Anyway, but to make a long story short, when you see dust, you obviously will say right away to yourself, gee, this fridge is not taking care of it. But it doesn't mean it's a bad fridge. If that compressor did uh, on the test that we said, and if it looks nice inside, and, and so I, I, I would not say no to that fridge. However, what that was the, the next step I was going to say, when you bring that fridge home, before you glorify yourself to your better half <laughs> that you just got this great deal, put this fridge in a garage or whatever you want to start, and then there's a couple of things that you want to do to it, and I call it tuning it up. Yes, <laughs> and I'm not changing oil or nothing like that, but now with your vacuum or a little air compressor, a vacuum that has that feature where you can blow and suck, like we talked in the last class, or a small air compressor, you know, do a full, full cleaning of those coils. Uh, get to know where they are. Some of them are in the front. Some of them are in the back. Uh, so you take that compressor or you take that vacuum. First, suck, in, suck all the dirt as as you possibly can, okay? The next thing you want to do is check that condenser motor. See, here is a motor in general. I don't know if you have the same thing that you're finding in your trade, but a motor should not come to a fast 
stall. Like when you turn the evaporator, uh, the condenser fan in the back, it should kind of easily come to a stop. Not you do a little finger and it's stuck. That means there's going to be a little issue. You probably could do a little bit of lubricating. Uh, many different lubricants out there. I'm not going to recommend it, but I'm sure you, you could. And because sometimes what happens, those most of those motors are what we call shaded pole motors. Vents. So there's a water inside surrounded by the, the shaded pole. And sometimes with dirt, uh, with a bit of moisture, that motor doesn't go run as smooth as it should, but nothing wrong with putting a bit of lubricant in it. Uh, you know, for lack of a better word, I use WD-40, but there are so many other products out there. Make sure that that motor is going around nicely. Blow out all that dust on the bottom part of that fridge. Now, this is kind of serious <laughs> and embarrassing, but start looking for the possibilities of critters. Okay, <laughs> mouse poo-poo, <laughs> cockroach poo-poo. <laughs> you definitely want to take care of all those little problems before you bring them to the house and tell you better half what a deal you got for $50. You got this beautiful-looking fridge, stainless steel, glass drawers, and things like that. The other one that you should do while the fridge is is hasn't been cooled down is check your drain systems uh, fridges uh, uh, most fridges unlike unless we call them manual fridges have a defrost system that is every six seven hours there's a what a defrost timer which brings in a heater which defrosts your coils and then there's water being produced and the water goes down a drain tube down to the bottom where the heat of the compressor kind of evaporates it. So don't be afraid. You don't have to take much apart, okay? It's a very simple process to see if there is a problem with that part of the system. And let's just take a glass of water, okay, and put it right against the back plate of, of the fridge or freezer, depending, and I, I probably would do both, and see if there's going to be any signs of water coming in the back of it. If there isn't, <laughs> if there isn't, sometimes it's the reason why people give up their fridges. Oh, they start seeing water all over the floor, and water has done damage to the floor. Oh, my, this must be a catastrophe. This, this fridge is no good anymore, and yet there's such a simple solution because all you do is take your vacuum now that you, instead of blowing, you suck through that drain tube um, in the back and clean that out until such time that, that, that water runs, runs quite nicely. And once that is all done and you take it, now you take it inside and glorify yourself because you deserve it. You've gone through a lot of work getting the second fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, when class, you can smell roaches. Um, I, used to, I used to be a slumlord. And I didn't start out as a slumlord. I started out as a landlord, but my tenants turned me into a slumlord. And because and what they did was they would move in the roaches, literally. And then there, there are people who have jobs that are called exterminators, and they're not really exterminators. They don't really exterminate roaches. They relocate them. So, if, <laughs> uh, you know, if you have a, a row house, uh, what will happen is the exterminator will come in, and they'll spray uh, insecticide, and the roaches will leave. They'll go to the left and the right to, you know, to your neighbor's apartments or houses. And then when they spray, the roaches come back. So 
Mm-hmm. Roaches are pretty smart, and you can smell. It smells like a natural gas leak when you have roaches in the house. Yeah. You, you can smell them, and that's that's one thing. And, and mice, uh, you're right, they, they, they're looking for water, and there mm-hmm. is a tray of water uh, at the bottom of refrigerators. It's a condensing mm-hmm. tray that evaporates by the little blower motor that blows air over the coils underneath. So there's water that drips down there. The mice learn that, and they'll go for a drink, and then you know, they, may, they may end up dying and clogging up that fan that circulates air, and, and the ref- refrigerator or freezer just won't cool properly. So Frank is absolutely positively right. So the, bo- the bottom line is you could get a good deal because someone is not a great housekeeper and, uh, and didn't maintain. Uh, so Frank, but what about this? What about when, and I see this on Facebook all, all the time, well, not all the time, but often, uh, someone will say um, the equivalent of uh, she wanted a new look, meaning the lady of the house decided that the appliance, the squared cornered appliance, the, the Whirlpool model, you know, the white, the black, the whatever color they might have, uh, wasn't the look they wanted. They wanted new kind of rounded stainless steel look. So they got new appliances because they wanted to look differently. So you uh, does that Does that mean that that's probably something you should pursue because they they want a new look, so they bought one. You know, they had one that worked just fine, but they wanted it to look differently. Is, well, what are your thoughts this about? This is when you do the combo. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> oh, what kind of what kind of stove did you actually get there? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> so you want and, and, and Vince, I mean, let's be fair. Uh, if you have a bit of money and and, and you want a new look uh, for a new kitchen. I've been there. I've bought a lot of good appliances. I made quite a bit of money uh, buying and selling second-hand appliances. So I'm not going to – and part of that reason was people were rebuilding their kitchen, renovating the kitchens, and, and their better half wanted a new look. And, and, and like – as long as you, who are buying this product, becomes the beneficiary of that new look, it, it, there's nothing wrong with it. The, the, the wrong part is if, if they're saying all that, but they just want to get rid of that appliance because someone told them, yeah, you know, this thing lasts another few months. Uh, you better get rid of it. <laughs> Make money while it's still running kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you're talking about... <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's the part that I, I don't like. Yeah, and you're talking about lubricating the bearings on some of these motors. Yeah, these could be... you have a better thing than WD-40. Well, uh, yeah, WD stands for water displacement, and that was the 40th iteration uh, of the inventor. He said, let, you know, wow. tried one, two, three, four, 39, no, it's still not good enough, 40, that, that worked. Now, water displacement is really, um, it pushes water out of the way. Now, in terms mm-hmm. of lubricants, what I do, water displacement is sort of like a, not really a penetrating oil, but it's something to, well, it displaces water and helps loosen. Uh, loosen nuts, bolts, etc. that don't want to turn. What, uh, the very, very best that I have found is a combination of 50% acetone and 50% automatic transmission fluid. There is no wow. better, there is no better um, penetrating substance that will help break nuts and bolts loose. But you don't need that for this purpose. This purpose, I use two things. One, I'll use ND, that's my abbreviation, non-detergent 30, non-detergent SAE 30 uh, engine oil. 
and uh, it kind of looks like uh, vegetable oil. It's nice and clean and you know light amber, light, light, light amber color. It's nice for lubricating. And that's mm. all it does is lubricate. Wow. Uh, and the other thing I'll use is if, if it really doesn't turn very well, like the motor shaft doesn't turn in a bronze bearing very well, I'll use automatic transmission fluid. And it can be synthetic. It can be any of those reddish colored, you know, cherry red colored automatic transmission fluid. Ford, General Motors, Mercon, Dexron, doesn't matter. Now, ATF Plus 4 mm-hmm. for Chrysler. Any of them will work. Even used filtered uh, ATF will work. But what I do is I can't, if I can't get a drop of oil onto that uh, motor shaft where the bearing is, what I'll do mm-hmm. is I'll take a piece of uh, aluminum wire or, um, or oh. even copper wire, and I will bend right. it such that I could touch the bearing from overhead, and I'll put a drop of oil on a clean piece of wire, thin wire, and it will travel down kind of like a slide. It'll travel right yeah. down the wire, go around the bend, and gravity will pull it right to where the bearing is. So I can put a drop, and another drop, and another drop. And that's what I'll do, and I'll spin the shaft, wow. and that's how I lubricate. Uh, but I do have a, a five-minute university lesson when we talk about bearings. Yeah. Frank, I was working on a generator. This is a little different, but this is probably germane to today's class. I was working on a generator, and... Um, a whole house generator, and the bearings were the the rear main bearing on the actual generator itself, the electrical mm-hmm. generator is uh, maybe fifteen years old, something like that. And I thought, you know what, that the grease is probably kind of drying up on that. I really should replace that bearing, but I don't want to. It's too much work. So what I did was I took a hypodermic needle. Now we've we've got these around the farm, and they're for cows. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like getting injected with a number two pencil. I mean, this is not something that a drug addict would say, wow, you know, we've hit the jackpot. You know? uh, but um, the, the, the syringe is like a, like a 20-gauge needle. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a large needle for a person, but it's a real tiny needle for a cow and, um, or a dog. And what I did was I took some green grease. Now, green grease, there's red grease, there's black, which is molybdenum disulfide, there's um, white grease. The, gr- the red grease is uh, great for bearings, but the green is more water-resistant. It's more for marine applications. Mercedes uses it in their front wheel bearings. So I heated that up with a hairdryer. Wow. And when it was real thin, I uh, put it in with the tip of a clean, a clean screwdriver into a hypodermic needle. And then I used that to get around the bearing seal, and I squeezed it into the bearing, and it worked perfectly. We'll be right back. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. I had no idea it would destroy my life, but before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. 
Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Fighting cravings is a fool's game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Only expert guests and seasoned opinions. Instruction that matters. At the controls, Vincent Finelli. I've got this uh, old uh, little oil can. It's like three ounces, maybe four ounces. And uh, it's from uh, either the 80s or the 90s. I think in the 80s. And it, uh, I bought like six or 12 of these cans at a, at a gun show many, many years ago. 50 cents a can. It was military surplus and i really liked the can and it was for oiling you know um rifles and pistols and uh you know i didn't want to throw away the cans so i take these cans and i have a a a plastic spout with a little screw on cap plastic cap 
And uh, so I put them in the sun so that they warm up. And when the, uh, the sun heats them to, you know, 100 degrees or so, you know, in the summer I can use a screwdriver and pry off the plastic cap off the steel can and then refill it with non-detergent 30 oil. So I take a, a little bit of carburetor cleaner, put it on a, on a rag, wipe the can clean so it doesn't have oil on it, and I write with a Sharpie marker, ND, non-detergent 30. So it tells me that, you know, it's non-detergent 30 oil in there. And I've been refilling these things for years, I mean, like decades. And, um, you know, so they're like 40 years old, at least, uh, some of these oil cans that we have. And they're, they're made to be thrown away, but heck, they're too good to throw away. And, um, and new ones aren't as good. So I keep these things around. I use non-detergent 30 oil for lubricating things like electric motors. But the thing I was telling you about with the grease and lubricating bearings that are sealed, where you can see this, the end seal of a bearing in operation. Uh, obviously, you don't want the, uh, the bearing to be spinning, so you shut the power off, unplug it, that kind of thing. And uh, there is a, non, a fixed side of a seal. On a, on a sealed bearing, and then there's a part that actually where uh, the bearing can be pried, or the seal can be lifted up just a little bit, enough to squeeze some grease in with a hypodermic needle. That would be the small end. So the big end of the seal, that's fixed. The small end of the seal, typically there's a little bit of room, a couple thousands of an inch, where if the seal is heated with a, a hair dryer, so it's pliable, you could probably... Um, put a hypodermic needle in there and squeeze some liquefied grease uh, that has been heated up and it works great frank so th- that's my thoughts on that back no, to no that's that, those are those are that will be worth me going back and and uh, listening to this class again and I'll be writing down all that information <laughs> I like the green grease and I, so but the skirt bottle is it the one the old fashioned my father had one that has a little something that you can push it down and it squirts no. out no, oh. this would be like a can of sewing machine oil, uh, a little yeah. metal can. Oh, okay, uh, or, okay, machine oil, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, those <laughs> kinds of cans. And and okay, they're gotcha. really good for a drop at a time. They're excellent yeah, for a drop yeah, at a time. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I they, count, they count on gravity to work. So, I mean, you can't mm-hmm. have a drop go up. <laughs> Drops only go down um, unless they're pressurized. So typically, that's why I use a, a piece of wire. And and we had a, a fan, a bathroom fan in Virginia. And it was one of those inexpensive 50 cubic foot a minute, something like fans, and really loud, uh, erect, uh, square fan. But the moisture just uh, yes. kind of made the bearings uh, attract grit moisture in the air and they after a year the fan wouldn't spin so most people would just buy a new fan well it looked yeah. like a lot of work to me and i just <laughs> would uh, take the motor out with you know one or two screws and then put a drop or two of oil on it put it back in and it would work for another year so you know that that's that's what i used to do and and you can do this class it's really easy to do so this is for like a, a fan for a range hood a bathroom ceiling fan um the the fan that's under a refrigerator you know, to blow uh, uh, cooler air over the uh, the coils, yeah. all of those things. Frank, back to you. I, I love your your wire idea. Uh, <laughs> it's quite in, ingenious. I I don't know where you dream these things. Uh, <laughs> do you have a little note? I'm just curious, like as I do. Do you have a little notepad beside your bed, uh-huh. and then something yeah. comes to your head, well, you kind of write it down. Uh, it's actually about it's about four feet tall. 
<laughs> I've got stacks of this that five minute university. Uh, you know, I've got some of it on the computer. I've got uh, a lot of it written down. It's it's in these. I've got one right in front of me. It, I bought uh, several cases of one subject notebooks. Uh, Walmart wow. had them on sale for seventeen cents a piece many years mm-hmm. ago, and I thought, well, I should get some. So I bought cases of them <laughs> because where can you get a you know seventy sheets of paper for seventeen cents, right? They would have these exactly. back to school sales, wow. and so I bought a bunch of them, and I've had them all these years, and I've got you know yellow covers, red covers, blue covers, green mm-hmm. covers, black covers, and so they just have different covers, but they're all single single subject notebooks, mm-hmm. and they're spiral bound, so they. You know they last and last and and during class I just take notes. So I've got you know, I've got a, uh, today's page uh, says Daniel was engineering. Frank is on with us and you know a shelf life of blue jeans. Um, and one of the things I wrote was when you're going to test one of those freezers in somebody's garage, bring an extension cord with you. That's commensurate. You know, like a 14 or 16 gauge. And if the guy says, "Well, shoot, the the outlet's over there," and the Boy, we can't move it. That's okay. Um, I got an extension cord in my car. (laughs) Friends, I totally enjoyed our class today, and I hope our students got quite a bit out of it. But that's that's coming from a professional guy who had a second-hand store and had to do all this to make money. So... You know, Frank, I've, I've said it. I've said it before, and I absolutely, positively mean it. I love broadcasting with you. I really do. Uh, you know, where can you have this much fun for free? Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my hair will be. Frank, thank you so much. We'll see you same time next week. Thank you so much for being with us. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. 